It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Labine. Only on the BetQL Network. Got another Cage Fury boy in front of me. Another uh, New Jersey Philly guy. Eric Nighttime Nolan. What's up, Eric? How you doing? Good. How you doing? Pretty good, man. As I mentioned, another Cage Fury guy fighting at CFFC 112, August 26th in good old Philadelphia. Uh, we're now a week out from the fight. You hype? You excited? Yeah, I'm really excited. Super excited to get back in there. Good stuff, man. I'm uh, hoping to be there in person, so I'm excited to see it, uh, see it, all, see it all go down, man. Uh, I've been watching the highlights. You're a stud. Can't wait to see it go down. Um, right. So let me ask you first. Eric Nighttime Nolan. Love that nickname. Where does that come from? Who gave that to you? What is that? <laughs> uh, I actually got it after my first fight. Um, I came back. So I was in the Marines and then I took my first fight while I was still in. When I got out, I came home and, uh, you know, I, I was freshly 21. So I went out with all my friends and uh, they were just like messing around with me, shooting me nickname ideas and that's the one that stuck nighttime norm. I love it, man. It's a, it has a nice flow to it. So I approve. Um, so I see you have the Dante Rivera shirt on. Is that where you spent camp for this fight? Yes. Is that, you just want to talk a little bit about that gym, like who you train with? Is that place home? Yeah, the place is, place is home for sure. I, uh, ever since I moved back to Jersey, it's been, that's where I've been training. Um, I got, we got some savages on the card with me as well uh luke fernandez interviewed him yesterday yep he's defending his belt uh jerry leshy he's fighting for the, uh his first title uh nicolanti his his opponent pulled out so he you know he's gonna probably get rescheduled for the next one nothing he could do there but he's also a savage too um there's a bunch of guys that are that are showing up a lot and we got uh francis francis marshall I interviewed uh, Francis a couple weeks ago, too. Great guy. He just earned his uh, UFC contract a couple weeks ago. And then Frank Wells, who's fighting for the title, he's been coming in a lot, helping me out. So Great yeah. squad, man. Interviewed Frank, too. I think I interviewed, like, most of the guys you mentioned. They're all great guys. Excited to see you all go to work next, uh, next Saturday um, yeah. or next Friday. Um, so you train in Jersey. Do you, do you live in Jersey? I don't even know your street name. I'm just wondering where you reside in the world. Yeah, no, um, I was born and raised in Jersey uh, from Edison, but now I'm, I'm living down in Asbury Park. I still go to, I still go to college. Uh, I go to Monmouth University, 
So living down here is it's easier to go to school and then go and train. So it's yeah, a good man. location. Crazy. You're still in freaking school kicking people's ass. I love it. Um, <laughs> so are you are you in Philly often? What are your thoughts on the city where the fight's at? Uh, I mean, I like Philly, but I'm not like the biggest fan. Like if I didn't have to go there, like I probably wouldn't. Um, but to go there and beat some ass, that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> love that, dude. So I just I just got to ask the two or at least my two just like Philly ridiculous, stupid questions. Where's your favorite cheesesteak? Do you have one? Uh, I don't have one. No, I, don't have one. I gotta, uh, we're talking about it after, after the fight for sure. We're gonna, we're gonna check out a couple spots. If you have any to recommend, let me know. Del Sandra's man. It's my favorite. Del Sandra's. Yeah. It's a little bit up North, but mm, so good. All right, cool. But yeah, I don't know. In my opinion, any, any cheesesteak is good if it's from Philly. Um, so my other Philly question is, are you a football fan? Or are you an Eagles fan? No, I'm a Giants fan. <laughs> Dude, you, your whole gym's Giants fans, man. What the hell is that? Yeah, I'm a Giants fan. Giants, Yankees, uh, Devils. Yeah, not a Philly guy. Although I do like the uh, – I am newly a 76ers fan. That's cool. I love that. We'll, we'll just – we'll agree there because Sixers I was never, never into basketball, but one of my really good friends is and – He's a 76ers fan. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'll, I'll go with them. It's a good time to hop on the uh, the wagon, too. We're looking good next season. Um, but I, I was going to ask you about how, what you think the Eagles season is going to look like. So I'll ask you what the stinking Giants season is going to look like. Eagles and Giants, the whole NFC sucks, in my opinion. But <laughs> Yeah, recently in the past years, um, I mean, who knows? Hopefully Daniel Jones gets something going. But I don't know. I'm not. My hopes aren't up. Like, they're not high. Hey man, the Eagles fan feels the same way over here. So whatever, we'll get them someday. Um, so now let's talk about uh, your fight coming up. Your opponent, and I might get this name wrong, Ibrahim Kali. Do you know if I got that right? I think so. I believe so. Works for me, works for this. Have you watched any tape? What are your thoughts on him? Yeah, uh, I know he hits hard. He has some power. Um, yeah, he just likes landing those big overhands or left hooks. You know, he, he really tries to draw you in and then just rip you over the top with one. Um, and he has the power to do so. So that's something I've been focusing on. Um, if it goes to the ground, I'm not worried. Uh, I, I'm going to be fine with him on the ground. Uh, like I said, I just really got Like, I just know he has power. I've, yeah. I've watched some tape on him. Um, I've trained with guys that have fought him. So... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not too worried. I mean, I'm always nervous getting into a fight, no matter who it is. And you can put my little brother in there. I'll still probably be nervous about it, but right. uh, yeah, no, I'm excited to fight him. Awesome, man. Um, your, your last time out was your first loss in your career. You were seven and zero before that. And then you just lost a I think any split decision is controversial. If it's a split decision, that means there's really, you know, everyone thought differently. So coming off of that loss, how, how did you deal with that adversity? How, what were, what was it like losing for the first time? Where were you at mentally after that fight? Um, you know, obviously, like you said, it was my first loss. So it, it hurts, it hurts a little more. And you know, I haven't lost in a long time since then. Like the last time I lost before that was probably in like high school wrestling or something. Yeah. 
you know, like I went away after high school, joined the Marines and I like, it's all I, you know, dreamed about was getting into that cage and making it big. And then, you know, I've gotten so much better in the fir- within the first year of just fighting. Like it just came naturally to me. And, uh, yeah, no, that loss, like it, it haunted me for a little bit. Like, I'm not going to lie about it, but it's something that I used to get myself better, you know, like going into this fight with a way better mentality. Um, you know, I was also like the pressure was on, you know, the pressure was on me last fight. It was in my home crowd. I think it was like the most tickets I ever sold. And he was like a, he was like a, uh, two week notice replacement for another guy I was supposed to fight. He's three and oh, I believe too. Yeah. Two, he's two and oh. He's no slouch. No, he's, he's, uh, he's a very, very talented fighter. And, um, you know, I rewatching the fight. I thought, I thought I lost, I thought I lost before the decision even came out because that's not how I usually fight. You know, I was on my back foot a lot and usually I'm the one coming forward and putting on the pressure and I just let him get off too many shots and didn't, you know, I threw, I returned, but just not enough. Um, it was a very good fight. Like everybody said, it was a really good fun. It was a fun fight to watch. So, um, but I definitely learned a lesson from that. You know, I upped the cardio in my sessions. I've always had good cardio, but I upped it even more. Um, you know, I got my weight down a little, a little more earlier. You know, I, I've done, I've made the little tweaks from last camp to this camp. Um, I think I'm in a way better mindset. And I'm really, really hungry to return and show the people that the last fight was, that was a one-time thing. That's not going to happen again. You're not going to see me fighting like that again. Um, I, uh, I respect that you, I, I, I'll, lack of better words, recognize or, or, or at least see the perspective that you lost. Because a lot of fighters, no matter how clear a decision they lose, whether it's a split decision or a 30-27 UD, a lot of fighters like, no, I won that fight. I don't see how I lost that fight, blah, blah, blah. Whether it's true or not, I respect that you were able to say, I thought I lost that fight. Um, so coming off the loss, are you going to do anything, bring anything differently into this fight? Or are you just going to go in business as usual, stay true to yourself? What's the game plan there? Uh, business as usual and, and sticking, with, sticking with the game plan me and my coaches developed for this kit, for this, uh, for this specific opponent. Um, I don't think I need to change anything drastically in my fighting style. I think I have a good style. Uh, if it goes to the ground, I'm fine on the ground. If it, if it stand, if it stays striking, it stays striking, but you know, I'm going to be putting the pressure on for sure. Uh, I have to, you know, this is, this is the time for me to go. You know, I, I'm 24. I'm still young in this game. I know that, but I got to go. Like this is, this is my time to make a run and I feel like I'm ready for it now. Yes, sir. Love it. Um, so let me ask you this question. What did you, you mentioned you were in the Marines. Uh, what, what did the Marines like, how does that help you prepare mentally, physically? What edge does that give you over other fighters who don't have that experience? Well, you know, it's interesting. You, you, you said that because I feel like that was part of, uh, you know, my last fight mentally, you know, I wasn't really in tune with, you know, the inner Marine, um, 
you know, because I got out like now, I think it was like three years now since I've been out. So for this camp, you know, I've been talking a lot more to my Marine buddies and, you know, getting back in tune with that mindset and that mentality. Uh, but it, do, it definitely does have an advantage because I, I just remember those days, you know, being in the field or something or being in the desert, sweating and like just being miserable. Uh, you know, being with all the, being with all those guys and wanting to be where I'm at now. And uh, now I have that opportunity and I can't let it slip. I got to do it for myself, but I also got to do it for all those guys that I was with that I told. I remember telling them, like, yeah, one day I will be in the UFC. Like, mark my words. I promise you guys I'll make it. And, uh, yeah, we have a couple Marines going to this fight. So That's awesome, man. Love that. I, I don't know if it's added pressure, but uh, it's real. I, I don't know. When I used to wrestle, I used to like love when people, I wasn't in the Marines, but like when friends, family, that meant a lot to me to come see. So I can only imagine like how special that is. Your brothers are going to be there this weekend or next weekend. That's awesome, man. Um, you fought at 2300 before. What are your thoughts on the place? I love it there. Uh, I, I like it too. Um, you know, the outside of that, that arena, it's, you know, you go down yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's a little, little skip, but inside it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Uh, it really puts you in the fight. Like um, my first time fighting there, I remember walking around that cage and I was like, wow, like everybody's going to be right here. Like literally dude. Like <laughs> I remember in that, in my last fight there, I, I heard everybody. I heard everybody. I heard my coach. I heard my friends. I heard, you know, I was hearing everything and you know, I liked it. You yeah. know, it was cool. you know, when you're doing something good and you definitely know when you're doing something wrong, yeah. so, especially with Dante, you'll, you'll know if you're doing something wrong real quick with him loud loud coach <laughs> yeah the loudest hey i always as a spectator when i hear a really loud coach whether it's like ray longo or i don't i can't think of who the really loud coaches are but when they're when i hear him screaming that's gotta be i feel like that's such an edge like an advantage for you compared to like your opponent whose coach is not speaking like every time you hit it's just like a hey like does does dante do that kind of stuff yeah yeah he does and does that really like send like the fuel to you yeah and then i'll be like you got him right where you want him and it's like kind of gets in the opponent's head and it kind of like boosts your confidence up a little bit yes yeah. it's yeah. like having him as a corner definitely definitely uh definitely helps because that's what i always think that like you're not the only person hearing this your opponent's hearing it too so like yeah to hear something like you got him right where you want him like shit he does <laughs> Yeah, um, they think about it for sure. That's awesome, man. So you like 2300. Where's your dream venue you want to fight someday, anywhere in the world? I recently watched one of my teammates fight in Madison Square Garden yeah. for B PFL. And that was a really cool, that was a really cool atmosphere. MSG's um, dope. That's, that's the poster I got right there. I've never been to, believe it or not, I've never been to a UFC fight. So no. I, haven't seen, I haven't seen those big venues yet, but um right now I, I guess i would say msg i mean i love fighting in the hard rock in atlantic city i yeah. love it i think that by far is my favorite the hard rock and ac because you know you get fight night it's it's exciting you know they do this whole thing there and then after your fight you get to go out with your friends right there that's cool um yeah. well msg is coming back in i think november 12th or something like that for ufc 281 so get your tickets yeah i might have to yeah, dude. It's a good time. I'm telling you, it's, it's worth the money. Um, so you go two and one, you, you, you redeem yourself, you redeem the loss, you get the dub. 
what's next for your pro career? Uh, well, I, I'd still have two more fights for Cage Fury. Is that um, like a contract deal? Yeah, yeah. So I would definitely – I love Cage Fury. Um, that's home to me now. Like, they've taken such good care of me. And uh, so I'd probably finish out I'd, – I'd see where it goes, you know. I got a really good coach, Dante, who does all my managing stuff as well. So I definitely want to get that Cage Fury belt. But I also know that – you know, with that last loss, uh, a little step back. So hopefully with this win, getting, I, I want to fight again, like right after this, if all goes well, hopefully it goes well, it will go well. Hell yeah. I get another fight uh, pretty soon. You know, I want to keep this rolling. You know, I'm young. I, I realize that uh, you see a lot of these guys in the UFC that like, you know, they become so good at a certain age, like 30, they're in their thirties, you know, I want to try to get to that level at like 27 so I can fight for a while, you know, fight at that highest level for a decent amount of time. Yeah, man. Extend that prime. Um, So let's fast forward now. I don't know, 10, 20 years, you're retired. Everything went the way you wanted it to. How did that look? What was your dream career? UFC champion, UFC welterweight champion. Um, You know, that's really if that happens, I'll be so satisfied with my career. If I get that UFC belt, um, you know, they say that all the stars have to align and, you know, everything has to go and work out a perfect way for you to get that shot. But I don't really believe that, you know, um, I look at, uh, Brandon Moreno as like a big inspiration, you know, when he said it, he was like, you know, one day, Maybe not tomorrow, maybe not the next day, maybe not next week, but one day I will be champion. You know, that's something that I really truly believe in because, you know, obviously he's an athlete, but he's not, he wasn't born with like these crazy genetics. Like, you know, like he just put his head down and worked hard. And, you know, that's something I feel like I could relate to. You know, I was never born with, you know, the crazy athleticism. Like, you know, I, I've developed that over time and, you know, I really worked hard for it. So I really believe that I could. I could go on a tear, you know, maybe 30 and one, 30 and one sounds pretty good. Love it, dude. Got to get that 30 before Khabib does. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> so what's like a dream? This is just a fun question. If you don't have an answer, it doesn't matter, but what's like your dream fight, any current retired fictional combat fighter of all time, anything. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Dream fight. A dream fight would, for me would probably be to fight, uh, it's probably cliche, but Conor McGregor. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm such a fan. Like, yeah. I, uh, when I was, the time I was in the Marines, that's when he was blowing up, and, and I was such a fan, you know, and it would still be so cool just to share the octagon with him. That'd be insane. Like, I would love that. That'd be awesome. So if you care, you said McGregor. Uh, Luke Fernandez, he said, uh, who did he say? Oh, he said he wanted freaking uh, John hey, Jones. Okay, he said Jones. I was going to guess. I was going to take a guess. Oh, my bad. Well, you want to guess who uh, Frank Wells said? Uh, Frank Wells probably said, like, Anderson Silva. Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo? Damn. Close say. enough. They're both goats, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you said McGregor, so you three are crazy because I would never fight any of those people. So, hats off. <laughs> um, so, Eric... Obviously, I don't need to tell you this. Fighting is not an easy career, both mentally, physically. It's very demanding. You have to be 100% dedicated. It has the highest of highs. And as you know, the lowest of lows. When you get down, coming off of your first loss is a great time to ask you this question. What kept you motivated, inspired? Um, like what, what kept you going? Uh, you know, I really, you know, that loss made me take a step back in my career. But I also, you know, it made me take a step back as a person and like, you know, really like, you know, see who I like truly am, like how bad do I really want this type of thing? Um, you know, all the people that support, like supported me and continue to support me. Like, you know, that, that, that really like helped me, like I got to make it, you know, I texted my dad after that fight. I was like, I was like, I promise you, like, I'm going to make it. Like I need to make it. You know, this is what I want to do. Um, you know, obviously the school, the schooling, it's, it's, it's hard to juggle a professional fighting career and being a full-time college student. Yeah. So like, I don't like, it's not like I'm an athlete through the school. So like, I still have to right. show up to every, every class, every quit, everything. Like, there's no like, oh yeah, you have a fight. So like, uh. yeah. Um, yeah, that's rough, man. Yeah, and doing homework, staying up all night writing essays, and then training for a fight after that, it's just, it's a lot. But, you know, I really, this is something I really want. This is something I invested a lot of time into already. And, you know, I have a really big support system. So I want to do, you know, I want to prove them right, you know? Yeah. Um, so aside from Eric the fighter, let's just talk about you as a person a little bit. I feel like we don't really get this side of fighters enough. Um, just like, what do you do when you're not training or in the octagon? What are your interests, hobbies, things you like to do? How do you spend your time? Um, you know, I love, I love going out, eating, you know, I'll go out to like restaurant. Like I like hanging out with my friends, you know, I've had the same group of friends since I was like six, you know, awesome. my best, you know, even through throughout the Marines, like they've been there for me ever since, you know, we're a really good, we have a really good click. Um, 
and you know that's that's what I enjoy doing I like going out with them even if I'm not drinking I'll just like be socializing with them uh you know I, I love it that's awesome man that's uh I've been getting a lot of fighters who have been very like introverts lately so it's cool to hear someone who's like, nah, I just like to go hang out with my friends, you know? Yeah. You know, it's, it, it is a lonely sport, like for sure. Yeah. Like, there's t- like right now, especially like this past whole month and a half, two months, you know, in the summer when everybody's, especially where I live, it's like right off the beach. Everybody comes down here, goes and drinks and all that. And I work, I work at a, uh, I work at like a bar. So, you know, it's, you're around that and you're like, damn, like I really wish I could just like yeah. let loose get get a little drunk hang out with my friends you know but you gotta you just gotta visualize like the bigger picture stay disciplined yeah absolutely um so i got i only got two more for you here real quick do you bet on sports are you a gambler at all i do i dabble um, oh me too but the podcast my friends are complete my friends are complete degenerates I have friends that are, yes, degenerates is a good word, uh, good way to put it. But the podcast I run is called Tapped Out. We're on the BetQL network. Um, got to ask you, you got any bets ahead of this weekend, UFC 278? Okay. Now, call me crazy. All right, let's go. I would go with, I, I'm, I think I'm going to go with Luke Rockhold and Leon You're crazy. You're I'm crazy. going with Rockhold and Edwards. I'm crazy. just going to I think like it's just I don't know it could happen. I think it could go to the ground. What do you that's got? My parlay: Kamara Usman and Paulo Costa. See, that's a safe one. What are you gonna get? Like, if you bet a hundred, you probably get a hundred on that. Like, yeah, it's like minus one time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I always like to bet the, especially in fights. You know, I mean, Usman has been killing it, like destroying it. Yeah. I think Leon Edwards is like that guy that's like. He's been also on a, like how many fight win streak now? Like he got seven or eight. The last time he lost was against Usman. Yeah. So, and it's not like he lost and then took like two fights and then fought him again. Like he lost and then like really reset. And then like now building up to, I think he built up the confidence that he could definitely do it. You know, oh, anything can happen in a fight. There's always that yeah. punch of chance. It's the, Leon scares me more than Rockhold does. I don't. I don't know how Rockhold wins that fight. I think he's getting knocked out early. Yeah. Uh, but as you said, it's MMA. Anything can freaking happen. Yeah. Um, Luke Rockhold is a very technical fighter, and people yeah. underestimate him a lot. I mean, he's had some recent issues with his chin, but he's still very, very talented. Um, Absolutely. If your parlay hits, I'll hit you up in the DMs and say, "All right, you got me." <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm a big football betting guy. I don't really like yeah. to bet on the UFC a lot because I'm most of the time I'm wrong. Yeah. Like somehow, some way, like some parlay. I put up like a meme the other day. It was like like a bunch of my friends asked me who who all my friends asked me who I think's gonna win. Right. And then I'll give them who I think. And then they'll hit me up and be like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. That's great. Football um, parlays, though, you come to me for some football parlays. I got you. good to know because I, I suck at betting football. I I don't know I don't know how, but I can't can't do it. Suck at it. I'll hit you up this year. Um. So before we get out of here, Eric, I just want to give you the opportunity. Is there anything you want to say to your friends, families, supporters, the new fans? They're gonna have your eyes on you. The mic is yours. Yeah. No. Um. Absolutely. 
you know, everybody that supports me, you know, I, I'm, there's not enough words to explain how grateful I am to have you guys. Uh, I'm excited to get back into this cage. Uh, like I said, in one of my recent posts, like it's, you're going to see the old, the old mentality of nighttime back in the cage, you know, not the one you saw last outing, you know, I'm really excited and everybody that supports me, my coaches, friends, family, like you guys know who you guys are. Like I'm, I talk to a lot of them. So, you know, I'm, I'm ready for this and I'm going to make you guys proud. So thanks. Great, man. Absolutely love it. Eric, thank you for uh, giving me some time. I know you got a lot in your mind with school and fight camp and one week out from the big fight, but ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know this guy, give him a follow. I'll put all his stuff below. Um, he's because he's a stud. He's going to get this dub and he's going to keep going and you're going to see him in the UFC one day. Eric nighttime Nolan fighting at CFFC 112, August 26th. Eric, again, thank you so much. Thank you, man. I'll see course, you. Dude. Hey, if I'm there, I'll get you a beer if you, uh, after, after the fight. All right. All right. You Sounds got good, it. brother. <laughs>